Hey everyone, welcome to Motorsport and More with me, your host, Emma Dempsey. On this week's podcast, we'll be speaking to Sarah Moore, who participated in the 2019 W Series Championship. Here, I'm going to do one thing before we start, right? You have to listen. Oh, mate, no. (laughs) (laughs) Can can you take a guess at what that might be? Yeah, I'm here with with my uh, vitamin uh, water. (laughs) You've just cracked open a a can of Guinness. Yes. In your honour, of course, because I kind of thought, you know, it's getting close to, to go time for you. So I thought, in your honour, I would pour a Guinness and drink one for you. You do you do that. Have more than one. Have like, <laughs> have about four or five. <laughs> so come here. How are you doing? I am good. I'm good. Tired. Drained. Yeah. But yeah Been busy. Keeping, keeping focused. Yeah, keeping busy with work and just trying to fit my training and everything around it. And yeah. yeah, I'd say it's it's pretty full on at the moment, is it? Yeah, it's it's just tough because because with my instructing, obviously, I'd be earning more money that I than what I am doing. You know, my delivery driving. So it's, yeah, it's just kind of stressful, like having to stress about bills which usually I wouldn't have to stress about when I'm coaching. Course. So, yeah. Course. So obviously in normal times pre-COVID you'd obviously be busy doing some driving instructing and, and different things which is your main income. So you know let's well my first topic is COVID and how you've been coping with it. You know you've you've had a, probably a big loss on income. So how, how have you coped with that and what have you had to do to you know to make sure that you are financially safe? damn covid um (laughs) where to start i mean it was yeah i mean obviously no one could have planned for covid so after the the 2019 season i i took winter off which is very rare for me because usually i have to work through winter so i i took winter off to try and better prepare myself towards the 2020 season um so I literally just, I literally had one day back at work doing my coaching and then we went into lockdown, um, oh. lockdown one. So yeah, and then from there, I've I've not been back to, to my instructing and coaching yet. Um, but I mean, I kind of sat out two months of lockdown one thinking, yeah, it'll be over soon, hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> um, like we all thought. Yeah, and then it kind of got to two months and I thought, I'm, I'm going to have to get myself you know a job otherwise I really really I'm gonna have no money and you know we've got bills to pay so yeah I ended up taking up a a delivery job um which to be fair I've enjoyed um yeah it's it's just hard because the money isn't coming in like it you know yeah if I was doing my coaching but it gets me to pay my bills and by the looks of things that you know just from looking at at different drivers across the board they've all kind of had to do the exact same which is I'm sure tough for for everyone that's been involved in motorsport Um, and and especially notice that delivery driving for some reason you know (laughs) I wonder what that is the fact that you just need to drive the whole time uh, but a lot of you have seemed to, you know, gone that way of either logistics or deliverance, you know, food and stuff like that. So, look, um, I mean, it's, it's tough times for everybody, but I definitely feel more sorry for those involved in motorsports. And especially, I'm sure, with sponsorship, that's probably had an effect on things as well there. 
Yeah, that's it, exactly. I mean, obviously, with W Series, we're lucky that we, you know, we don't need to bring any sponsorship, but obviously, some of us had racing planned alongside that um, mm. as well, which that, for me, all went to pot um, because yeah. the businesses were pretty much straight away, you know, trying to keep their money secure and not spend it because they didn't know what the future was going to hold, and that's, you know, still the same situation at the moment, really. So. Yeah, Absolutely. And, uh, you know, what, what have you done in the times of lockdown and stuff to keep yourself focused and, and ready, you know, because I suppose with the W Series at the moment, it's a little bit unpredictable. They could be saying to you, you're in a car next week. I mean, you probably need to keep on top of, of your yourself health-wise, fitness and, and mind. You know, how have you been, been able to keep that focus? Yeah, I think like everyone, really, it's with lockdown one, lockdown two, lockdown three, I don't know what's going to be next. But, um, yeah. I think everyone's had their fair share of ups and downs. I mean, I started off lockdown one, didn't think it was going to last long. So mentally and physically, I, you know, I was smashing things out and it was going well. But when, when lockdown two came about, um, I kind of, that was probably my biggest lull. Um, I was yeah. probably at my lowest at lockdown two. Um, but now we're kind of, coming back out the other side um, of lockdown three and W Series have got the test confirmed um, for the end of April in Spain. Um, so that's kind of my target, really. And that that kind of gave me the kick up the arse, so to speak, that I needed to, you know, really give myself the push and, and keep on pushing in the gym and preparing myself with, um, you know, looking at videos, data, doing sim work um, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So. So a lot of a lot of training at the home gym, is it? <laughs> yeah, as much as as much as I can do, really. It's yeah, I'm limited with the equipment that I've got, but it's just adapting and and doing what you can with what you've got, really, effectively. So yeah, no, it's look, it's, it's I can only imagine how it is. You know, for me, I've I've been working from home in in my home office since last March, and it's coming up to a year, and it's like to think oh. that we're we're still here. Um, and yeah, and just even for me as a spectator and a love of motorsport, I'm missing it so bad, like to the point where I've had to make a podcast because I just have nobody to talk to about it. <laughs> you know, everyone is outside my five kilometer radius. So, uh, but look, it's good to speak to you and obviously to have you on here as well. So, um, come here, I just want to go back. Let's go back to the beginning because I'm sure um, people have heard of you, Sarah. And uh, I just want to talk about who you are as a person, you know, growing up as a kid how you got involved in motorsport in the first place that if you tell us your story um well it was relatively easy for me in terms of getting involved um uh, my dad used to race himself um not very successfully but you know um we'll not say that to him um <laughs> but he used to race himself um and uh, at home uh where my mom and dad live we've we've got our own airfield with a small go-kart track and and plenty of space to rag cars around um so yeah I pretty much was born into it so I started go-karting when when I could walk pretty much um kind of three four years old um did 10 years of go-karting um which didn't go very well for me but I kind of just did it because I enjoyed it um and then uh 2009 it was like flicking a switch I just kind of found pace out of nowhere and won the United Junior Championship and and then from there I've done well, various different forms of motorsport, single seaters, mainly endurance racing and sports cars. And then obviously now I'm in the W Series. Yeah, unbelievable, Sarah. Like, you know, growing into it at such a young age, like myself, it, you, it was born into you since day one, you know. And uh, but what a, an amazing opportunity to grow up in the place that you grew up that, 
you know, you had go-karting tracks and access to different cars or carts, whatever, you know, that must have been such a fun time growing up for it. Yeah, it's kind of looking back now, it's kind of one of those things that you take for granted at the time. Um, and I didn't really kind of appreciate it enough. Um, and probably until I was kind of in my early 20s, to be honest, I, I'd probably say until then, I, I kind of took it for granted I guess um but yeah I I literally grew up living most people's dream um of being able to come home from school and I I I loved school but schoolwork wasn't the first thing I wanted to do when I got home from school so I'd get home from school and I'd jump in a go-kart or go drive a truck or go drive a car or, or whatever I could you know get my hands on so Sounds like fun. And and come here, your mum and dad, their pockets are broken. So you're not the only sibling in your family. Uh, you have other other siblings that race as well. Yeah, there's there's five of us all together. Um, there's currently, well, three slash four of us that are actually still racing. Um, my brother being the key one. Um, and then my younger sister, Gemma, who's the newest one coming up through the ranks at the moment. Brilliant. Like, I mean, that's just pure, pure racing. Like, you know, that's that's the purest, purest form in a family. Like, it's unreal. And and I guess you probably weren't would have learned an awful lot from your older siblings growing up, you know, uh, not a lot, not a lot, a lot from them, but also then to pass that on to Gemma, the experience that you've gained over the years. So it seems like all of you have like, you know, stepped up your mark and shown that that you've got this incredible ability to drive. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I learn a lot from, from my older brother, Nigel. Like, I look up to him a lot, and it's it's great to have him as my brother and, you know, and him having done what he's done. Um, he doesn't really, you know, think he's anything special. He just, you know, he's, he's very, very down to earth, and he's, he's willing to help anybody that will put the time in with him. Um, so, yeah, I, I use him a lot to take a lot of information yeah. from him and ask him for a lot of advice. Um but no, the same kind of goes for my younger sister, Gemma, really. She, I, I want her to kind of, if I look back at the way my motorsport career has gone um, and look at where I feel I could have done a little bit better, um, that's kind of where I want to help her and, and guide her along her way and, and kind of, well, no doubt about it, it's just probably going to be a better driver than yeah, me. Yeah, she'll, she'll probably be whooping, your, she'll <laughs> be, gonna... she'll be whooping your ass one day, pal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, she's going to smash me out of the park. I think if it, when it gets to that point, I'll retire. I yeah. know, <laughs> oh, it's great. But though. yeah, she's, uh, she's going to be, uh, if she sticks at it and and keeps her head in the right place, uh, yeah, she'll she'll definitely be. Yeah, well, she, look, she's got great loads of role models already, so uh, no, it's best of luck to her as well. She's She's kind of been in the same position as you, obviously not not doing a whole lot of driving. Um, so I'm sure, sure that's been tough for her too. We'll have to get her on the show sometime. Get, get her on the podcast, mate. Get her on. <laughs> and come here, Sarah. Just you know, obviously I have I've done a little bit of background. I know you anyway because I met you at the W Series back in 2019 at the final round uh, of the W Series Championship, which was mega. Um, that was our first race that we had gone to and just to be in the atmosphere of the W Series I mean it was incredible to watch and to be you know a spectator what was it like for you as a driver? Oh the the final at Brands Hatch was a weekend I'll never forget um, I've I've not had crowds like that at a race meeting probably since my Janetta Junior days um, supporting the touring car uh, championship but I mean just to be part of the W Series it was it was a fantastic year but to to end the year at, at a home track 
Um, and I, I think, don't quote me on this and don't take this, but I think uh, around or over 50% of the ticket sales for that weekend were 4W series. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, those, those figures and to hear that and just to see the amount of... Uh, of people they're supporting us from young girls that are wanting to get into racing or racing drivers themselves mm. or it was so you know, accessible to get involved that's what we yeah, found like oh, it, was, it was just you know to get up close with the drivers the car the team you know it was just like from our aspect it was so cool and it kind of gave you you know goosebumps on your arms because you could be so involved and you know they had hyped up the w series so much that they had every reason to because the weekend that we went to was just, it was amazing to be in the mix with everybody. Yeah, and it's great because everyone's just so friendly. You know, I think all the drivers are approachable, you know, and, and it was, if I kind of think of it from an outsider's point of view, it must have been great just to kind of see how we prepare ourselves for the races. I mean, you you know, everyone got to see how we all warm up yeah. um, before the races and some of us kind of have the, the time before we get in the car to just chill and, and listen to music. Um, and it's just nice to see how everyone prepares. And like you say, it's just nice that the drivers are kind of wandering around and you can just go and approach them and yeah. ask some qu- questions, get selfies. Yeah, and we, so, we won't talk about the after party, you know, you know. <laughs> no, 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 we don't talk about the after party, no. <laughs> that was, what after party? I don't know what you're talking about. That was, me and Ruth and Amy have the conversation all the time of, of how that was like the best weekend in our, of our lives. Like literally, if we could go back to any weekend, it would be the weekend of the W Series. Not because we were pissed from the moment we got on the plane to, <laughs> to when we went home on Sunday, but it was just, yeah, it was, it, just, it was the perfect weekend for us three women who were just mad about motorsports, wanted something different, and to get the opportunity to go was just class. So, um, yeah, mega, mega times, mate. Good times. Yeah, you'll have to relive it at Silverstone this year. I know. I'm really hoping that we get to get to something this year because... I, I mean, to be honest, if I, I'm probably going to write it off because the way things are, especially over here in Ireland at the moment, it's pretty tight on restrictions and stuff. So, yeah, look. Yeah, I think it's it's going to be kind of one of those years. I think yeah. where I, I, I'll I'll be amazed if if we're allowed fans. Yeah. Um, I mean, our, our season doesn't start until till the end of June. Yeah. But even then, I I don't think you know Europe is so far behind. I mean, we've got the vaccine over here, but we you know we were quite behind with everything yeah. until that point. But Europe is so far behind. Yeah. With everything. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But come here, mega, mega, like to twenty twenty one, you're going to be a support series for the F one championship. Like when you got that news. What, what were you like? Did you know that was coming? Or, you know, you were supposed to have a few support races with the F1 last season if it was to go ahead. And unfortunately, with COVID, that didn't happen. But, like, what was that feeling like when you were told, like, you're going to be a support series for F1? Well, I think uh, if you kind of look back to when we got the news of us just supporting the two races that should have happened in, in 2020, uh, that was that was amazing news. But, I mean... W Series kind of has always had a goal of wanting to support Formula One. That is the pinnacle of motorsport, as as we all know. Mm. So, um, I think long term goal that was that was always going to be there. Um, but for us to have a year out of of actually re- real life racing and still get get to support Formula One in what will really be only W Series second real season yeah. of racing. Yeah. Um, 
I, I don't, you know, I don't think any of us could have said that that was going to happen, to be honest. So I think it's still one of those moments where we kind of have to pinch ourselves and say, this is this is really happening. Yeah. But I don't think it'll feel real until we actually get to exactly. the race weekend and we're like, oh my God, this the is hype, the one. The I'm hype like, of like, F1 is going to yeah. be crazy, crazy. But uh, yeah, I mean, what a, an incredible opportunity, Sarah. And I'm sure you have so many great things to talk about the W Series. But I just want to go back to, you know, how that all happened in the first place. Look, we knew they were lo- looking to launch this W Series championship. But, you know, how, how did you get selected for that for that 2019 season? Um, it was quite a, a brutal selection process, to be fair. I mean, the first part of it was, was actually, uh, I kind of went into it with a mindset of just enjoy it and just take everything you can from it and take on all the information. But the first part of the selection process was um, over at, at Melk in Austria. Um, and uh, as you can imagine, the weather in Austria um, is pretty much always snow. So um, it, was it was a test of our, <laughs> of our <laughs> yeah, of our driving skills. Um, we had a, a Porsche, uh, and Ford focuses, um, so front and rear wheel drive, um, around what was pretty much a snow and ice track. Mm. Um, I think that the place is actually owned by Alex Wirtz. Oh. So, uh, as you can imagine, it's it's an absolutely insane yeah. place with everything that a racing driver could need. Um, but we did driving skills, we did teamwork, we did media, um, and we did a fitness test, which was a bit of an eye-opener. Um, but that, yeah, as I say, I went into it just to enjoy it. Um and just to get through that for me was such a big achievement because it's the first time I'd kind of stepped away from the family team and put myself out there, yeah. so to speak. Um, yeah. Which isn't easy so that, to do. Actually, That's not easy, you know, coming. It's, it's not. It's it's really not. It's uh, I kind of still question whether it was the right thing to do. But when I think of the bigger picture, I'm like, nah, this yeah. is definitely the, the right thing. I definitely did the right thing. And even thinking back to it now, I still get a bit emotional about it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and I was surrounded by such good people and people that I'd yeah, and the, from the UK that I'd known for quite a while as well. And then so. to take yourself out of that comfort zone that you've only ever known, you know, like that's your family business, your dad's motorsport team is all you've ever known. So to go outside of that bubble and experience something different, you know, I'd say it probably took you a while to adapt, did it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, I've never been one to, uh, I mean, some people might think otherwise, but I've never really had that much confidence in, in myself and my own kind of capabilities. And um, so that was quite difficult for me. Uh, I come across as quite confident. I know to quite a few people, but it's more the people that I know. Yeah. Um, to the people that I don't know, I'm, I'm actually quite a shy person and kind of keep myself to myself. Um yeah, that the selection process it, it was tough. I mean, from Melk we went we went on to uh, well, pretty much straight to Almeria in the F3 cars, um, which again was a big eye opener physically. And was that uh, your more than anything was else. that your first time in a single seater? That was uh, my second time in a single seater. I raced uh, Formula BMW in two thousand and two thousand eleven, I think. Wow, so um, but yeah, the, the Formula BMW was kind of over aero, underpowered. Yeah, my bro- my brother so Peter actually used to compete in that championship, and I can't. I think it was like two thousand and nine championship. He was in. Yeah. Oliver yeah. Turvey was his teammate at the time, actually. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that would have been about. Great class. So that was your first. Was, oh, and was that a season or was that a race? 
Yeah, I did a full season, so it fell off the. I think it was on the Formula One package originally. I think the Formula mm. BMW, but it fell off. It fell off the Formula One package, and uh, they basically shipped a load of cars over to the UK and set up a championship. Um, and I just wanted the single seater experience, um, kind of obviously for the rest of my career, really. Yeah. So that's why I did it. Um, I didn't really have the budget to go all out and do it properly. Um, so I, I think because of that, it it kind of made me think that's not what I want to yeah. do. And that's kind of really went why I went down the, the endurance route. Um, that and my dad was never really a fan of single seaters. So yeah. um, <laughs> I think those two, those two combined, I, yeah. you know, I was, it wasn't going to happen. You stick but to what you know best kind of a, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of a, another reason why I, I went for the W Series as well, because I th- thought it was a fantastic opportunity to to do something um, that I would have otherwise never have got the chance to do um, and learn so much, you know, in the process of doing that as well. So, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's brilliant. And, and come here, you finished eighth in your first in the championship in 2019. I mean, you have some amazing races, like, and I know obviously you probably remember the bad ones more than the positive ones, but, uh, you know, I think it was, was it the opening round and you qualified, yeah. was it fourth? Uh, fifth, I think. Fifth, and I think you were, you, were you up to third or there was one, I can't remember which round it was, but I think you literally got a stellar start and at one point was leading the race. Yeah, the first round at uh, uh, Hockenheim yeah. ring. Um, yeah, I totally, totally outdid myself there, t- to be fair. I kind of, going into the championship, I was thinking, okay, we'll go top 10, kind of eighth was kind of my target. Um, I qualified, I think it was fifth. It might have been third, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I uh, I ended up leading the race because uh, there was the unfortunate incident with Emma Kimelainen and, and Megan yeah. um, at the hairpin, uh, and then I think Jamie Spann. Yeah, yeah, I think she she outbreaked herself or something like that. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, she outbreaked yeah. herself at the hairpin uh, the following lap. And I literally came out the hip and I was like, oh, my God, I am leading the first W Series race. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And my head went a little bit crazy in that moment. And then the next thing I know, the safety car came out and I'm like, oh, no, I've got Jamie Chalice behind me. Oh, oh I can only imagine. <laughs> that, was my, that was my thoughts. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that was probably kind of my high, my highlight of the whole of the first season of the yeah. series it kind of went it went wrong after that I, I lost it after the safety car but that was kind of my highlight and the first two three rounds were absolutely amazing. yeah uh, and what a way to start though because I'm sure you in your head in your own head going into that series in the first place thinking I haven't got much single seer experience here and probably half the grid do you know so and then, of course, you have the likes of the big names thrown in, like Jamie Chadwick. And it's like, oh, my God, she's done, what, two years in British F3, and then she's come into the W yeah. Series, you know. So to be up against that, you know, there must have been, like, that, you know, that feeling inside that's like, oh, like, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to do, if I'm going to be up against these girls who have so much experience. But then you killed it in the first round and leading, you know, leading the race on the first lap, like. Uh, but... Yeah, exactly that, like. I mean, I, I know quite a few of the, the girls that obviously have done the W Series, ma- mainly the Brit girls and kind of what they've done. Um, and obviously leading up to it, I did all my research on most of the drivers mm. and, and what they've done. And looking from that, that's why I kind of never thought I would, you know, automatically be kind of inside the top five, so to speak. Um, so to be up there, you know, in, in round one, two and, and three, um, you know, it was all looking absolutely mega. Yeah. Um, I was inside the top five. 
until halfway through the season. Yeah. So I, I honestly couldn't have I've asked for much. More yeah, and it was competitive, season. man. Like it wasn't, you know, like th- there was that's literally, I think, a second between the top 12, like at one point, you know, like there's, there was nothing in it at all. Like you were all so close. Were you expecting it to be as competitive as it was? Yes and no. Um, I think from my side, no, I didn't expect myself to be that far up. But I think everyone else and the likes of Jamie, um, Alice, Beitzker, um, I definitely expected those to be to be very close at, up at the top end. I expected the top five to be close. Um, and then, you know, from there, there backwards would kind of be the midfield battle, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but yeah, towards the end of the season, I mean, it was, it was so, so, so yeah. close. And, it must have been mega to watch. Oh, from, from the it was. It was. I mean, I religiously sat down at the weekends and watched every race. And, you know, even, like I said, being at Brands was just incredible. Uh, yeah, it was. And, and that's what I'm looking forward to this year. Even though we can't get to any races, most likely, at least it's on our TV. Well, we're hoping, you know, that's going to be the case, that we get to, to see it from, uh, from, from our couches through COVID, because that'll definitely keep us all entertained. But uh, yeah, 2021, Sarah, you're on the grid again for the W Series. Uh, you automatic, automatically got selected for this year's championship through finishing eighth in the championship in 2019. So you got an automatic entry, was it? Yeah, yeah, the top 12, uh, I think it was, got an automatic entry through to the next season. So. Brilliant. So how are you feeling about this year then? I mean... Have you any expectations going into the season or are you just head down and, and do your best or, you know, do you have, do you, do you know where you want to be? It's, it's a difficult one now because if you'd have asked me a year ago, um, going into the 2020 season, uh, I had my eyes set on a, a top five, mm. um, and at least one podium. Um, but after you know, the, the 2020 year being what it was. Um, and some people have, have managed to get, you know, two seasons worth of racing in um, in a full year. And, and majority of us W Series drivers haven't been able to do anything. Um, so I think it'll be a, a bit like a bit of a reset button for a lot of us. Yeah. Um, but you uh, must be hungrier more than ever. You must be hungrier for it more than ever because you've had that time out as well. You know, you must you must be dying to get the season underway. Oh, honestly, I literally can't wait to turn a wheel in the car again. Um, but I mean, the, the big thing for me off the back of the 2019 season is is kind of my fitness and, and you know, getting myself into shape um, the, the tail end of the W mm. Series. 2019 season, um, physically, I, I just was going downhill. Um, so this has actually given me a lot more time than... Uh, than planned to hopefully touch wood get my get myself in a better position physically um, which will help me mentally um, towards this season so you know I'm still I'm still hoping for a top five but I think um, it's going to be if if you thought 2019 was competitive 2021 is going to be absolutely insane I can't honestly I, I think every driver that finished in Probably the top eight in 2019, I'd, I'd say, would be capable of winning races in 2020. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's another incredible grid this year. Um, obviously, the top 12 from 2019, but then we have a few new additions as well, uh, like Abby Eaton. She's she's one of your fellow Brits um, who's going to be on the grid. And I mean, it's cool, like, because you get to race with basically your best friend, you know? 
like that's pretty cool but it's good but but it has its it has its downsides as well of course yeah absolutely <laughs> look you, as they say you know friends friends outside of it you're off the track and and business when it's on so yeah but now it, it should be an exciting year for you um can't wait there actually can't wait but um Look, I mean, I want to talk about your personal life as well a little bit, if I can touch on that, because you were supposed to get married last year. And here we are again. You know, how many times have we had to postpone this wedding? Oh, I think I don't know if it's a blessing. Or <laughs> <what>. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we've moved it about three, four oh. times already, and and now we've just thought, you know what, we're just going to write off twenty twenty as well, and uh, twenty twenty one, sorry, and we'll go for twenty twenty two. So hopefully by then, everything will sort of. Yeah, yeah, out. no, absolutely. I hope so, Pa. Because, geez, I mean. <sighs> we need one one big we do night, we do I, I need to get to Yorkshire <laughs> and you need to get to Dublin at some point but uh, apparently I only just yes, found this definitely. out during the week as well uh, with Brexit I now need a visa to visit Britain no. <laughs> I swear to God. get out <laughs> oh stop yeah so so that'll be fun oh my god but um <laughs> but yeah so Sarah you're you you moved house as well through Covid um and and you're all settled now in, in the new gaff yeah, and to be fair, you know, COVID had put a downer on a lot of things. But I mean, yeah, we we moved house, and um, I think that for us was just nice to to have a bit bit more space. Um, I needed a sim room because sim racing took over my life. Um, obviously, in lockdown one, um, I'm, we ended up turning our spare room in our old house into my sim room which Carla wasn't yeah. too happy about as um, you do <laughs> so I've, I've now yeah I've now got my own sim room for all my trophies and all my my race gear and my helmets Brilliant. And, you know all, all racing which is great because I don't really want to bombard the rest of the house yeah I'm sure Carla's already had enough of it all <laughs> yeah yeah um she's got her one little hockey trophy on the wall somewhere or something, <laughs> but no it's just it's just it's just nice to have um a bit more space and then when summer comes around we've we've got a nice garden yeah and, and when the irish get a, get when the irish and... visit we've a room to sleep in well that, that's that's exactly, the same comes out it, you know? <laughs> nah, we've got it we've got a oh yeah room yeah, with, yeah. A, with a bed and so you're all right. You're good. You're good. We've got plenty of room. Any anyone can come stay when yeah. Oh, please. More, the more the merrier. Yeah. Ho- hopefully <laughs> we'll uh, we'll get to have a few Guinnesses, Sarah. But um, but yeah. yeah. Come here. All, all I can say is you know best of luck for this year. And and I know um it's gonna be amazing once it gets going. And it's gonna be tough for you know I'm sure Carla not well I presume is Carla gonna be allowed go if if we know the COVID restrictions or will it be. At the, at the moment, uh, no, um, because Formula One, Formula One rules are pretty right. strict. I think mainly with COVID at the moment, but um, yeah, uh, even without that, I think um, it, yeah, they're quite strict on who they want. So that again, another them. challenge in itself, you know, having to travel to these these race weekends on your own. But um, I know how focused you've been and how much hard work you've put in, and and just keeping your mind, you know focused on that on on this year but one of the things there that you've picked up obviously like you said you've, you've joined the, the the same world like everybody else um and that has to really help just I know it's not technically seat time but um you know you can see you having the laugh online with the girls and, and loads of live like racing going on you've done 24 hour races 
you know, you've you've really you've done so much. You know, what what do you think's gonna benefit you going into this year from from all that sim race? And you know, just to explain to people why drivers do it. Uh, I think f- for me, um, I mean, I, I know personally I'm never going to be anything special on a sim because of the way that I've grown up, um, you know, with real life cars and just having that feeling of the car moving around. So I know I'm never going to be quick on a sim. So for me, it's more just about learning the tracks um, and kind of just keeping up with a bit of racecraft, really. Um, I mean, you know, I... I can't take it too seriously because I get myself really stressed <laughs> and worked up. So I have to, I have to have a laugh, um, which is why it's great to to go on with Alice Paul because she she just brings the banter. And when we start taking each other off, that's it. It's just kamikaze. But um, no, I, I've learned so many new tracks, um, and it's just been cool to just jumping out out of a GT3 car into an LMP2 car and into a Formula 3 car. You know, you can pretty much drive anything on pretty much any track you can think of so uh, yeah it's it's been good a good laugh um and it's kind of just bides a bit of time yeah yeah no and it is it's a great way for learning tracks you know it, like that you're going to probably you're, you're hitting i mean are you going back to any of the same tracks this year with the w series or are they all new no, that they're uh, all new to the W Series, and there's only two of them that I've ever raced at. Oh, uh, yeah, so, so you're, that's a lot of same time then will be learning the tracks that you're going to be going to. Oh, yeah, yeah a, lot of, a lot of same yeah. time. Yeah, that's good. It's great. And then, um, come here, we're going to – listen, thanks so much for coming on, and it's I'm not going to keep you up all night because uh, I have a Guinness to drink in your honour, so <laughs> – <laughs> but. Uh, thanks so much for coming on and taking the time and just i just want to finish the podcast uh i want to know what your biggest blow has been um in motorsport what's what's been your lowest point like where it's been times have been tough and uh, if you can think of a particular time just to tell us about it a little bit oh i'd probably say there's there's two to be fair um I think uh, after, I'm trying to think which year it was now, um, I think it was about 2012, 2013, um, where I kind of, I, I, I was, as a family, we didn't have the money to, to keep going in, in racing cars um, and the, the sponsorship wasn't there um, to, to go racing cars either. Um, so I, I kind of pretty much had a, a year away from racing cars, went back and did a bit of karting. But um, for me, that was a bit of a blow because I kind of just had a, a peak in 2009 where I won a championship. Everyone kind of knew who I was. Um, and then to kind of have probably about one and a half years away from, from racing cars was a big blow to kind of the, the media yeah. side of things more than anything else. Um, I dropped massively um, from that side at quite a, a vital point, um, really. And I think even now, I mean, my, my social media, um, you know, I don't have the money to pay someone to do it. So it's all done off my off my own back. Um, and it's probably not where it should be. But, you know, when, when you've not got the budget that some other people have, that there's only so much you can do. So. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's got to be tough. You know, you got to, I see like a, so many people online nowadays, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, blogs. You know, there's people that actually, you know, like the likes of, um, oh, what's his name? Oh, I can't think of his name now. But, you know, there's so many people that have had, had to go to the social aspect of it and become an influencer to help pay with their motorsport careers and stuff like that. You actually raced against them in the Porsches. 
Archie Hamilton, like, you know, you've seen him, like he, he had his big break from a young age at motorsport and it just didn't work out. He took a break. He worked on his YouTubes, you know, and things like that have built up to, to help him support, you know, his, his, his racing career through his social media. Um, so it's got to be tough in, in that aspect as well, where if you either have something like that or you don't, do you know what I mean? Like it's, there's so many different. Yes. It's a difficult one, really, because, I mean, if I could live without social media, I, I, I really would because I, I, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, really hate it. Um, but, you know, because of technology these days, you, you know, a lot of sponsorship um, revolves around social yeah. media and, you know, more so kind of the influencer and, and ambassador roles, yeah. really, which is um, a struggle for a lot of drivers because, I don't think many drivers actually have a lot of confidence in, in that kind yeah. of stuff. You know, with the likes of the YouTube videos and, and more the ambassador and, and influencer, role, influencer roles. Um, I know I don't. Um, I, I can talk for England, <laughs> but if you put a camera in front of me um, and or tell me that I need to record something on my own yeah. phone, forget it. I, I just don't have the confidence to do it. So yeah. <laughs> fair play to the people. Yeah, no, it. and it's a full-time job, like 24-7 having to update. And when you have nothing to talk about when you're not racing through COVID, and, you know, it's even harder. What what do you post about? But, uh, but yeah, but you look... That's it. Exactly. To end on a lighter note, then give us your greatest achievement to date uh, within motorsport. Oh, um, it's it's still got to be my my Janetta Junior championship. Absolutely. Closely followed by getting yeah, into the W. Yeah, of course, though. because the Janetta win was what? How old were you? Were you sixteen? Uh, 15, 15 and the first female to win the Janetta Junior Championship am I right? Unreal Yeah, yeah. It seems so long ago now Does it? The memories yeah. are there the I mean what there. was that feeling of I know you've won loads of races and championships you know with the endurance racing and stuff but to get your first car championship do you remember that feeling as a child or as a kid like you know as a kid just you know oh I can only imagine um, for me, it's um, it's an emotional feeling that I will never, ever, ever forget, uh, mainly because my older brother uh, was so successful in his old karting career and every championship he did, he pretty much won. Um, whereas I, on the other hand, I never finished last, but I was never inside <laughs> the top 10. Um, so, yeah, to, to kind of um, go into the Janetta Juniors with a family-run team um, and to, you know, as I said earlier, it was like a flick of a switch and, and I found my pace and, and I was at the front um and I will never ever forget I very rarely see my dad cry but oh. it's the first time that I'd ever seen my my dad cry over a, you know something that I'd done Mate, I'm, so, I'm well enough yeah, right it's now an emotional thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's an emotional thing that I'll I'll never ever yeah I, I can yeah I'm sure it was it was mega but and you know you went on to win championships in endurance racing and you have had a great career like you know you've had 19 wins and 39 podiums I mean that's mega, and you're you're only coming into the twenty 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 one season. So let's hope that there's more podiums and more points and more championships there. Um, and I, I really do. I hope this year goes so good for you. You deserve it because you're the most down to earth person I think that I've ever met. Um, and and as you know, as a serious racing driver, you are um always grounded. And I think that's the family aspect to it. Uh, you know. Your, your family have always grounded you and you've always been grateful for everything that you've received. Um, 
so yeah it's, it is always a pleasure to talk to you and, and hear the stories you know and, and definitely we'll try get you on again but uh, yeah mate smash it well don't smash it send it <laughs> thanks so much Sarah for coming on and uh, we'll catch up as pals soon hopefully with a Guinness yeah we'll, we'll have a we'll have a few pints and a zoom call yeah, or definitely. a zoom uh, and then in, in the future we can yeah, get to a pub. hopefully near future <laughs> alright then thanks so much Sarah we'll speak to you soon yeah, we'll see you Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in this week and listening to a weekly podcast with me, your host, Emma Dempsey. Make sure you subscribe to our page and follow along on the journey. Me, day in, day out, trying to build my confidence as a podcast host. Yeah, so let's uh, let's see how that goes.